Hey, welcome to Business in Vancouver. I'm Tyler Orton. Now, I think we all know just over a year ago, companies like Lyft and Uber and other ride-hailing services, they're all launching here in British Columbia. But then a few weeks later, the pandemic hit and uh, much of the economy shut down. And I think we kind of went into a bit of a limbo mode for many, many industries. And I want to do a check-in on the state of ride-hailing, ride-sharing right now. And with us joining us once more, it is Peter Lukomsky. He is Lyft's General Manager for British Columbia. Peter, thanks for joining us on the show once again. Pleasure to be here. Hey, Tyler. So I'm curious, okay, we're going to be looking towards the summer. People are going to be getting vaccinated. I think a lot of folks are excited about things returning to some sort of sense of normalcy here. What do you anticipate with regards to people, you know, taking up these ride hailing services again, like getting used to traveling around once more? Do you anticipate that there will be more uptake moving forward? Well, I think as vaccines roll out, I think everybody's looking forward to those days where we can just get out and, and start exploring the region again, start enjoying the region again. Um, and uh, with only really seven weeks of, of operating before the pandemic uh, hit, uh, you know, services like Lyft are, are really here to help people move around and, and enjoy the region. Um, you know, that and also um, provide an earning opportunity. Uh, so when, when we launched, really, we, we came here to, to help people move around the region, but also provide that earning opportunity for people who wanted to, to take people around. Um, so as vaccines roll out, we really see this as, a, as a, an opportunity for, for Metro Vancouverites to really rediscover and, and maybe some for the first time discover what Lyft can bring to them. Well, I'm curious because I realize it's a very small sample size. Those seven weeks, as you mentioned, before the pandemic hit. But what were those seven weeks telling you with regards to the way that people were going about adopting these services here in British Columbia? Because it was just very much kind of stop and go in terms of getting some sort of uh, foothold here in this province for about a decade until we finally had the you know, regulatory approval. What did you find out about uh, British Columbians in those uh, seven weeks right before the pandemic? I think what we found out was that uh, British Columbians love having a choice in the types of transportation modes that they have. Um, we have some of the best transit infrastructure in the world in Metro Vancouver. Um, people love uh, using transit here. Um, we've got some some of the other other great infrastructure pieces like our ferries and, and other parts of the uh, of the transportation network. Uh, but what we, people were really looking for was was other options. Um, and um, ride sharing really brought another option uh, to Metro Vancouverites. Uh, being able to open up an app, um, you know, get a ride anywhere you'd like to go within Metro Vancouver uh, is, is something that was new. Um, and we saw people adopting it in, in droves. Um, what, we, what we really want to do is show people how that can play into some of the use cases that um, we typically see, you know, pre-pandemic and in other regions with people, you know, going to bars and restaurants, get, taking a, a lift to public transit, to to, to ferry terminals, um, and really just using it as part of a multimodal transportation uh, system that they use. It, it seems like it was an entirely different reality, you know, a year and a half ago, what we were living in terms of transportation, you know, uh, transit, which is in far more use. But now we've seen a lot of people shift over to single occupancy vehicles. We, we keep seeing all these stories about bicycles being in uh, very, very low supply. 
transportation has changed. I'm wondering, like, are you guys going to be anticipating maybe there's going to be differences ways in which people will be tapping your services moving forward? And maybe how do you kind of adapt to that, especially if it's a service that's still very relatively new here in British Columbia? Yeah, I, you know, the, the thing that um, Lyft founders always imagined was a, a world built around people and not cars, actually. Um, and, and the vehicle being something that's used a lot more efficiently than it is today with most people, you know, that own a car, having that car sit idle for 95% of the time. Um, when you share a car, when you call a, a ride on demand, um, you're using that, that, that vehicle, that resource very efficiently. Um, and so um, we're hoping that people will really reevaluate their um, transportation needs and say, what is it that I really need uh, to get around? And, and how can I best use the options that are available to me, which include transit, which include bikes, which include walking, which include ride sharing with Lyft, um, and, and really seeing, you know, what's the best way for me to get around um, with, with the best use of resources? Do you think, you know, just maybe it, it might have to be anecdotal, but, or maybe just your general gut instinct, but do you think people will just feel that much safer, you know, getting out and about moving forward into the summer, thinking if we are, like, we're already past 50% of the eligible population here in British Columbia getting at least one dose. Just what is your overall takeaway about what that means for our own feelings about feeling safe, you know, traveling in somebody else's car? Well, throughout the pandemic, we, we always had a, a very strong health safety program, um, and we saw uh, that uh, people felt comfortable taking rides for those essential rides. Um, we always had a program where riders and drivers had to wear masks, where they had to be symptom-free. Um, we communicate with drivers about uh, health safety and, and public guidance and, and vaccine availability. Um, so we've maintained a very, very strong um, communication path with our rider and driver community we definitely see that people want to get out there again. Um, you know, on these sunny weekends, we do see people heading for the beaches, um, you know, for those socially distanced, safe types of environments. But as vaccines roll out, people are going to want to go out for, for dinners more. People are wanna, gonna, gonna want to go downtown for, to the bars. And as soon as we're able to do that, um, we're going to be there to, to help Metro Vancouverites really start enjoying the region um, and, and start reverting to some of the patterns that we saw before. Um, you know, it's it's really um, it's really uh, I think we've got a, a pretty strong pent up demand um, for getting out there again. Uh, and uh, and we really are, are just waiting to be able to, to help with uh, with, uh, you know, supplying that demand with uh, with great rides. Well, I, I feel you in terms of that pent up demand. And I'm wondering, like, what's your takeaway with regards to being able to deliver on that demand in, in terms of drivers that are going to be available? One of the big issues that uh, you've brought up, uh, other people within the industry, is the provisions on the, the proper licenses that drivers are going to need to operate. And it's 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 tough if you have a limited supply of drivers and maybe some drivers, I don't know, they want to sit this out and wait a couple months to see how the pandemic goes. Maybe it won't be until the fall until they start coming back in droves. Um, what do you think needs to be done with regards to getting more drivers you know, available here in British Columbia? Well, I think one of the things that we've really seen from the U.S., uh, where where uh, you know the, the vaccination rate is a bit higher, um, and where they're a little bit further ahead from than Canada is, is that 
um, drivers have been really busy and and earning a lot more, um, even more before than before they were uh, before the pandemic. Um, and so we're really looking forward to Metro Vancouver drivers benefiting from that as well. Um, we've um, we've ramped up efforts to try to onboard new drivers. Um, we're always welcoming new drivers onto the network. We've opened up a, a great new driver hub in Richmond near the airport. Um, we've actually got a, a new uh, program that we've partnered with Toyota um, so that uh, uh, anybody who uh, doesn't maybe doesn't have a, a personal vehicle or maybe doesn't want to use their personal vehicle uh, can rent a zero emission Toyota Mirai and drive with Lyft uh, on uh, with, with that vehicle. Um, so we're really trying to do everything we can to support people who would like to uh, have this flexible earning opportunity that Lyft brings. Uh, and um, and really making sure that uh, they get uh, incentives and bonuses along the way um, that that help them reach those earning goals. Do you feel that you currently have the sufficient access to drivers to meet demand that you would be anticipating in the coming weeks and months? Well, we we, we definitely see the demand will uh, ramp up, um, and uh, and with the ramping up of driver earnings. During that time, we do see drivers coming back uh, onto the platform, maybe those who hadn't driven uh, during the pandemic. But we also see that um, drivers actually drove more during the pandemic uh, because uh, maybe they had their hours reduced in a, in a different job that they had, or maybe they were laid off. We saw that 23% of drivers in Metro Vancouver drove more during the pandemic um, because they were laid off um, or maybe had hours reduced. So, you know, what we present is a very, very uh, flexible um, earning opportunity. Uh, for anybody who does uh, want to drive uh, and, and, and earn some extra money. Um, and so when we see that demand coming back, we're seeing the drivers um, come back to the platforms as well. And I just want to clarify uh, with regards to those earning opportunities. Are, are you talking about like Lyft will be paying people more, like drivers being paid more? Or are we talking about just the opportunity for, you know, the average person to go out and earn additional income uh, by, you know, uh, tapping Lyft and, and being able to offer rides to other people? Well, two sides of it. One side is uh, the fact that uh, drivers will be busy. Um, so uh, there'll they'll be a, such demand in rides uh, that drivers will be busy uh, and, uh, and so they won't be waiting between rides as much. The other side of it is, is that during times of high demand, um, so whether it's uh, late at night, uh, you know, getting home from the bar or something like that, um, or at uh, an event letting out, um, sometimes we, we have um, uh, pricing slightly higher um, that, uh, you know, the consumers will pay to get home from a, an event like that. Um, and really what that does is allows the drivers to earn more during that time as well. Do you anticipate um, maybe riders will be paying a little bit more for these services just depending on access to drivers moving forward into the summer? Um, these things sort of ebb and flow. Um, I would say that as as uh, drivers come onto the platform, um, the uh, the the need for uh, you know extra uh, payment by the by the uh, consumer isn't it, it goes away. But when there are slight imbalances between you know supply of, of, of drivers and and demand from customers, um, you know that that's a that's a way of the market uh, sort of equalizing a little bit. Um, but um, eventually, we see this moving to a healthy market where uh, both our, our drivers and and the demand that uh, consumers are, are demanding of, of, the, of, the, of the platform of the network um, ends up evening out. So uh, thinking more broadly, like how has the last you know, year plus been you know, with Lyft you know, making its entry into British Columbia? Ha have there been 
beyond the pandemic, but have there been kind of surprises along the way, like stuff that maybe you weren't anticipating? What's your overall takeaway on, you know, the, the past year plus? Well, it, uh, it, it was a year like no other. I mean, uh, clearly January 24th, uh, 2020, when, when we uh, were given the license to operate here, we could have never anticipated what we, what we saw in this last year. Um, we learned a lot about uh, how Metro Vancouverites move around the region, um, in, in, even despite the pandemic. Uh, we, we saw that Metro Vancouverites enjoy patios and enjoy beaches. And, uh, you know, those who do um, use us, uh, we're still using us to commute uh, to essential work or, or percent, potentially to transit stations. We learned a lot about um, where, where, what Metro Vancouverites like and what they, what they like to do. Um, and really, that's, that's what we learned over the last year. We can't wait to be here to, to provide you know, Vancouver with, with the uh, with transportation that, that's needed to, to really start enjoying the region again. We've seen a lot of essential cases. We've seen a lot of um, you know, things that, that when, when things opened up slightly, we saw people heading to the beaches. We saw people heading to you know, maybe outdoor patios, ferry terminals, things like that. Um, but, but, but really, the, the outpouring of, um, of demand um, is something that we're really looking forward to in, in, the, in the coming months. Uh, once that vaccination rate gets high enough um, and people want to start moving, people are allowed to start moving, um, we can't wait to be there for that. Uh, Peter, uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, but, but you are a Lyft driver, right? I am a Lyft driver. Absolutely. You- I, I've, I've, uh, I've taken people all around the region. Do you think uh, you might give it another uh, go just in the coming weeks and months, just kind of feel how uh, things are going? It's going to feel different, like I think. I've tried Lyft in like other cities before it came to Vancouver, and I just get the distinct impression that things are just going to feel a little bit different moving forward. I'm wondering if you might uh, test that out on the road yourself. Well, I've, I've driven during the pandemic um, myself. Um, I did get out. I actually drove in one of our new uh, Mirai uh, Toyota rental vehicles, which was great. Um, it was really a, a, a beautiful ride uh, and, uh, and, and a very, very affordable option for drivers as well. Uh, we, we, Toyota, uh, through their Kinto Share program, rents that car to, um, to drivers. Um, and so I took one of those for a few days and really enjoyed it. Um, you know, during the pandemic, uh, I, the, the people that I drove uh, needed to get to where they were getting, whether that was taking somebody to, to drop something off at a friend's house, um, wh- whether it was uh, going in, in, uh, to a grocery store. Um, look, I'm looking forward to, to bringing some people home from, from the bar uh, on, uh, on a Friday night from Granville Street, uh, you know, taking, taking them to Surrey or wherever they need to go. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to some of those use cases coming back, um, and I can't wait to be there for part of that. Well, excellent. Uh, Peter, really appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with us today. No, it's been great speaking with you as well. That is Peter Lekomsky. He is the general manager for British Columbia for Lyft. And that is it for the show today. But we'll be back soon. In the meantime, you can go to BIV.com. More interviews, more stories up there. In the meantime, I just want to thank everyone for listening. And I'm Tyler Orton. 